Hello and welcome to Her Ambitious Career, the success podcast for corporate women who want more from their lives and careers. Each week, we share career and leadership strategies to help you set stretching goals, own your value, build visibility and credibility, gain recognition, get paid and confidently take your career to that next level. Whatever your ambition, let's do this thing. Now, here's your host and career success expert, Rebecca Allen. Welcome on in. This is episode 14 with me, Rebecca Allen. And today I'm really excited because I am interviewing Tiffany Kirkwood, who has a 25-year career in the construction industry, having worked for Volvo and Caterpillar, and is now the Executive General Manager at Hastings Deering. And today we're going to be talking about money. Show me the money. We're going to be talking about how to negotiate a better financial package for yourself. We are not just talking about salary. We are talking about the whole shebang. We're talking about what your salary actually means to you, what it can get you, how, uh, what the purpose essentially is of getting a better salary. So we're going to be talking about it in a much more holistic way. And hopefully it gives you some strategies because there is so much practical insight in today's episode to help you move forwards. Um, so listen, if you've ever had any of those kind of fears around, do I ask for a salary? Am I allowed to ask for a pay rise? You know, how do I deal with that pushback? How do I deal with rejection? What if they say no? Um, what do they tell me that I've already got a pay rise last year? You know, how am I to, um, who am I to ask for a pay rise again, only 12 months on? If any of those objections come up for you, then this is absolutely the episode for you. We're going to be giving you some really, really practical insights today. And before we get into the interview itself, I would love to give you access to one of our most popular downloads. It is the perfect pay rise script for female execs. And if you're a corporate woman and you're looking to negotiate a better salary for yourself, this is absolutely the tool for you. All you need to do to get access is to go to rebeccasfreegift.com. And you'll get access to the perfect pay rise script straight away. In there, there are nine strategies to help you negotiate well in advance of the actual day of your salary negotiation to set you up for better success. And also there are some scripts inside for you just to follow on the day so that you can get over those objections so that you can just clearly and um, articulate your value and negotiate that pay rise with a lot less effort. So go to rebeccasfreegift.com and you'll get your access to the perfect pay rise script. Now, without further ado, let's get into the interview with Tiff. I can't wait. There is so much valuable, practical content inside today's episode. I'll see you in there. Hi, ladies, and welcome on in. Today, we are really lucky to have Tiffany Kirkwood, who has a 25-year in construction. And I am just so looking forward to talking to Tiffany about this topic because Tiffany is a strong character, but she has some really interesting things to talk about when it comes to negotiating a better financial package for yourself. Welcome, Tiffany, to today. Thanks, Rebecca. It's great to be here. It's lovely to see you. So today we're going to be talking about money. Show me the money. And this is a topic that comes up an awful lot with our clients. It's, you know, kind of a sticking point for a lot of people. There's a kind of a discomfort around um, talking about your value, about owning your value, about really pushing and negotiating for what you're worth. And um, I really, really am interested to hear from you because I know you're in kind of a, a very male dominated industry. 
yeah. it would be really interesting to hear from you. So it would be fun, I think, to start off by just hearing from you in terms of, you know, what sort of um, experience have you had um, negotiating a better deal or a better financial package for yourself, Tiff? Yeah. So again, I, like I said before, I'm not great at this, but there's certain piece of it that as I've moved from Volvo into Caterpillar and then now into Hastings, and then how do I negotiate that? And then how did I negotiate inside some of those businesses, right? When I had new jobs, because a lot of the time, what I've learned is that they just sort of go, well, this is what it is. This is the band and this is where you're going to sit. And I'm like, well, that's not going to work for me. Mm -hmm. So I think the first thing for me is think about things in a long-term way and a lifestyle way. Don't think about it as a financial package. Think about it as sort of what do I want to do and then go from there. So I think about it as lifestyle and then long-term. Yeah. Because I've always been long-term. So some people are quick turners in businesses. I'm quite, I'll stay with the business for a long time. So I need to think about what that, and then what do I want to achieve um, personally. So little things like I write down, for example, with this job that I got this time, I wrote down, I want to have dinner with my family every night. So there's little things that you can write down to say, okay, if I know I can get that, but it's a little bit less money, then that's great for me because that'll would do my work-life balance. I'll be able to sort of balance my life and the financial package. I love so that. both of those things and, and what you kind of want, and you need to understand the depth of the requirements of the job. I think that's a lot of people don't ask that, you know, they always say, so you're going to travel 90% of the time. You don't really ever travel 90% of the time. So what is it? And then how can you manage that job yourself? And what value do you add to them? So that's the other thing I always think about. What value am I adding to them? Caterpillar hired me for, um, I was a strategy manager in Melbourne. And they asked me to come up and do a district manager job. There's only 50 of them in the world. It's a big job. Um, you really are just managing the health of the dealerships. And I had just had my second kid at the time. And he said to me, well, I really need you now. It was July, right? My 12 months was over in November. And I had come back early with the first one. And I said, you know what? Uh, no, nah, it's not going to work. I can't do it now. Yeah, if you really want me for that job, you're going to have to wait till November, till my one year's up because I had two kids by then. And, and then I'll, I'll come and do that for you. And <laughs> now I thought he was like, okay. And I'm like, okay, I got the first one. <laughs> Great. And I want to go part-time because I... And he's like, no, no, you can go part-time. We'll just tell everybody that you're not. And I said, no, no, you have to tell everyone that I am so that on the day that I'm not working, I cannot work. So I don't want you to pay me for that day. I want to not work that day. And he was like, well, we don't do that here. And so if we do it, can you just keep quiet? And I was like, I can't really keep quiet. So I need you to make sure that this is okay. So at the end of the day, he said, yes. So again, Again, that was a lifestyle for me, not a financial bit. The financial piece has to work, but that lifestyle and long-term is really how I tend to negotiate, yeah? And, and that I was part-time for six so I would I would just so love to hear Tiff from you on that because there's a yeah. serious amount of confidence coming from behind you, you know, from, from understanding your value and really understanding what you're bringing to that organization for you to be able to say that so clearly, so decisively, and just to basically say, no, look, the ball's in my court, it's not in your court. This is how it's gonna be. And I know a lot of women struggle to do that. So I would love to understand a little bit about how your process works to help yep. you just say what it is, you know, state what it is. What is it there that's, that's able, you know, enables you to do that? 
So for me, there's two things. And I, I was talking about this the other day is the depth of knowledge that I have. So I know what value I bring, but I write it down every time. Okay. So I start with sort of what do I want financially? Yep. And then what do I want personally? And then what value am I going to give them? And it was funny when I came up here to do this job, when I came to Brisbane the first time with Caterpillar, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm adding no value to this company. So I had to say to myself, okay, what are the things that I can give back to this CEO that he doesn't know? And so I wrote down, I have depth of knowledge of this equipment. I have depth of knowledge of how to run a business here, right? And then I said to him, I don't know how to do these five things. And so hopefully you can help me do that. And now I say, I do know how to do those five things, but what can they give me and what can I give them? And I think that piece really does set the stage for me to say, I am actually very strong in this area. And yes, I do have some opportunities, yeah, to grow and learn more. And I think if you're that transparent sometimes too, that does resonate with people that are, that you're negotiating with. Because it's not a win-win actually, it's Mm -hmm. you to be happy and they need to be happy. And if you're both transparent, you actually have more than a win-win. Yeah. You're kind of in it together as a team and a partnership, which I think is critical rather than anything else. And there's one guy, Chris Boss, that I've listened to many times and done, and he does, he's the negotiator. Um, And he's a really good one that kind of gives you some really good insight into how to do that. And it's really about the transparency with yourself and the belief and asking, asking for, again, it's that asking for help, right? And the kind of learning as you go. Understanding your worth. I, I know what you mean. I don't know how to explain it to you, how I've had a lot of backers that believe in me. So I'll call them. This, this is the other thing I do. So when I was negotiating this package, I called one of my coaches. and I said, I don't know if I can do this job. And he just kind of talked me through like, again, the value. You have this, Tiffany. Think about what you've done here. Think about, and I keep saying, okay. And he's like, can you just write it down again? I'm like, yes, I'm writing it down. And so they help you believe so that you're very well prepped. I prep a lot. So you're very well prepped to actually, when they come back and say, no, you can kind of go, okay. If they said, no, I was going to say this. And then you'll know where to kind of stop. I don't know. Does that help? That really helps. Yeah, there's there's so much in there. You know, really understanding your value is obviously yeah. a key one. Being highly prepared. I think yeah. knowing what you want is a really, really important aspect of that and being clear on that, like not settling. That, that concept yeah. of settling comes up so often in my conversations with clients where, you know, they're sort of saying, I'm just kind of in this job and it's, and it's okay. It's kind of mediocre. You know, it's not really great. It's not really what I want. Or the yeah. situation where you're working like, you know, a bull and you're kind of at work all the mm. time and you're not seeing your family, you're not doing what you actually really want to be doing. And, you know, work is an, is an end to, you know, a means to an end, isn't it? Always. Um, and really, it's yeah. about building the lifestyle that you want. And I think sometimes we forget that. And lifestyle should be first. Yes. It should be about what you want as a person and what you want as a human being before you start looking at all the facets of life. And career is one of them. It shouldn't yeah. be the facet of life. Yes. Um, so I love that you kind of look at lifestyle first and you map that out before you then start thinking about negotiating. Because I think you're right. It's um, it needs to be that sort of priority order. Yeah. But even when I mentor some of the younger girls, one came in here the other day, we were speaking about that. And in her life is her career. Yeah. And I said, yeah. can't be. Yeah. There's <laughs> like, what else do you do? You can't just come to work every day. I've done that. You need something else in there so that your depth of learning and then you've got to get really deep in stuff and you've got to really, because if you don't get deep and you're just surface, especially mm-hmm. in business, they'll call you out. So you need some depth somewhere 
to be able to carry yourself, I call it, like carry yeah. yourself authority. Well, it's a purpose, isn't it? It's a kind of understanding your purpose. It's yes. just we don't come to work, you know, yeah. to work. There no. There has to be a purpose to that too, right? There has to be a reason why you want to be there. It's some sort of, you know, adding some value or making an impact or, you know, making some sort of meaningful contribution, whatever it is. And ultimately that then pays for the lifestyle that you want to live. Yeah. But you have to have that goal too of that lifestyle. What do you want? I think when I was like 25, I said I five houses and a helicopter. Yeah, I'm not there. <laughs> hey, but you know, it was something that I said, that's, that's sort of where I want to go. I have two houses and a car. So I, and yeah. I'm okay with that. Yeah? yeah. But you've got you've got to stretch yourself and say to yourself, this is how I want to be. And I do the financial bit is so critically important. And you need to have backers and you need to understand where you sit in the industry and all of those pieces. And you need to have that, those facts and data with you. What would you say, um, Tiff, in your experience around, you know, when you are paid what you're worth and yes. you genuinely feel like, you know, you're being sort of respected and val- yeah. valued for the, you know, the work that you're doing, yeah. what impact does that have on you, on your psychology, on your, um, you know, your motivation, on your behavior? Yeah. So for me, it's, it does bring about, so I think, there's two things for me. One is passion for what you do, right? So that is so critical. Some people do their job, but they don't have any, but they come and they just get it done and that's it. Um, I think you have to, to be able to grow, you need to have that passion to actually see moving forward. And I don't know, it's, it's when you've, I think it's not financially when you feel satisfied. It's so funny. It's like when I feel satisfied that I've accomplished what I came in to do. So I always have a list of yeah, my 30 day, 60 day, 90 day plan. Yeah. And if I've accomplished that piece, that's really great. And I only try and do one or two things. Like it's not a thousand things, right. When I've accomplished that piece, then I feel good about that. I, and I, I'm living the lifestyle that I want to live. If I go home every day, like yesterday was a really late night and, and I was like, oh, yeah, this is not what I signed up for Yeah, um, here. This is not why I came here. I need to change something. And then I can put that worth back in. But I don't know how you get that balance where you say, you've got to say, I'm okay with what I'm doing and I'm comfortable with my lifestyle. Yeah. I, I don't know how else to explain. Yeah. That piece. That's a hard, it's really hard. Yeah. Yeah. Because everybody's so different. Yeah. Everyone is completely different, but I think, you know, it, it, when you're validated and when you get the feedback that you're kind of, you know, doing a good job, it in, instinctively impacts your confidence, you know? Yeah. It makes you do a better job. It makes because you feel valued, you want to add more value. That's kind of how it kind of works. And I think yeah. when you get paid what you're worth, um, I've seen it time and time again. People are kind of just the confidence just sort of skyrockets. So they'll put their hands up for different opportunities, they'll take more of those risks, they'll, you know, they'll just kind of push the boundaries, push the envelope and kind of make new outcomes happen for themselves and also for the business. And that's why I think it's kind of like got this chain reaction. You know, when you kind of do sort of feel like you're valued. Um, whether that's from sort of verbal feedback or whatever it is, or whether it is from being paid yes. properly. I was going to say that. And impact on you. So I was going to say that that verbal like recognition and feedback is so critical, right? Mm-hmm. So I never say to someone, you've done a good job when you haven't. And they all, everyone knows that about me. I will only say it. And I say it very few times of, yes, that's great. Mm-hmm. But I have every meeting I start with a recognition slide, which says, Wherever I am, I'll say, can you, is there something that you're looking forward to? Can you share? Is there somebody in the room that you want to recognize for helping you? Um, Or is there someone in your family that you want to say thank you to? 
And it gets people thinking of, wow, the little things make a difference. So the other day we did it and um, my PA said, thank you to um, one of my team members for helping her do something. And I was like, wow, I'm glad I'm getting that out of people. Yeah, because he's going to do more of that because she said, thank you. And it was recognized by all of us. I didn't pay anyone more. I didn't give anybody more money, but we're constantly thanking. We start on that note, that positive, yeah, recognition rather than, oh, everything's not very good. Yes, <laughs> you can get to that in a minute. I think one of them that I'm really looking forward to Christmas and having that break and yes, yes have to be about recognizing other people. It can be about recognizing yourself and what you are looking forward to in the future. So I think that's another, yeah, it's not just financial. It's the yeah. experience you have in, at work and, and what you do that make everything better overall. Amazing. Thank you, Tiffany. That was just so interesting, so valuable. And there was lots of practical thoughts in there and how we can actually negotiate better deals for ourselves by also looking at the bigger picture as well. That was yeah. really, really interesting. Thank you. Well, thank you. Wow. That was such an interesting, insightful interview with Tiff. I really, really enjoyed that. And I hope you got so much valuable content yourself. I hope you scribbled down loads and loads of notes and you've got some ideas for how to negotiate your next pay review. Now, if you want access to the perfect pay rise script, remember you can go to rebeccasfreegift.com. There are so many strategies inside that tool for you, just waiting for you. You just need to head to the website, rebeccasfreegift.com and you'll get access. I look forward to seeing you really, really soon. Take care and I'll see you next week.